When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are officially more than halfway through the NFL season. We have basketball going. We just finished baseball. Hockey's out there. And we're already about to start drafting playoff best ball teams for the NFL, which is bonkers. It's November 9th somehow. Let's talk about some strategies you should be, you should be attacking for these contests. And I think by and for myself, we're going to jump in a draft or two with you guys. So let's hit it. It's November 9th, Eric, 2022. Is that not crazy to you? I can't believe I was I was talking to someone uh, the other day. Might have, I don't remember which which day it was. I, I, I feel like we're get, like 2023 draft season is going to be here, like in the blink of a night. This is it's it's we're going through nine weeks of the NFL <laughs> NFL season already. I remember. Stream, you know, it feels like June, July, whatever. We're, you know, we're all debating all the silly stuff we debate all throughout draft season and, you know, best ball season and zero RB versus robust versus can I draft, you know, George Pickens when he goes up 10 rounds, all that, all that stuff. It feels like we just did it. Yeah. And we're almost to the, we're almost to the best ball fantasy playoffs. Like we're really close. And we're we're not that far away from playoff best ball, which we'll talk about today. And I mean, if we're not that far from playoff best ball, we're going to be drafting for 2023, like yeah. the first underdog contest launch, like right after the the Super Bowl last year. So it's like we're almost going to be into 2023. I can't believe how fast it's going. Everybody is lining up to just start dunking on Jonathan Taylor takes next year. No. Like everyone <laughs> is just ready for it, right? Like because remember, we weren't allowed to draft McCaffrey before the year started over Jonathan Taylor. It was a Wait, big no-no. We were idiots. JT is a picture of health, and Christian yep. McCaffrey gets hurt every year. And Christian McCaffrey, so... the only running back that ever gets hurt, right? Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So there's – I had that talk with one of my friends before the season, too. Like, this was – this permeated throughout casual people all the way up to some of the top experts where they were just like – I was talking to a friend that usually polls the number one in a random draft. I go – I go, so you taking McCaffrey? He's like, absolutely not. There's no way. I'm like, how is there no way? We have a full point PPR league. And he's like, I just, I can't trust it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so take Taylor if you get the number one pick. He didn't get the number one pick overall, so he didn't he didn't have that option. Um, but yeah, that's like, it was from the simplest of people to the smartest of people that were just like, you have to draft Jonathan Taylor and it's going to absolutely flip everything on its head next year when we uh when we start talking about the one-on-one who who's your one-on-one right now have you thought about this at all because i haven't really <sighs> thought about it too much Mm-mm. 
probably CMC still. It has to be right. He's gonna crush. We, we, I, we're, I, I, I need to stop talking about it because like I'm gonna jinx the dude or something. But every time like we get on a show, I'm just like, my God, if I have CMC teams, like please, Lord, let me get CMC. Like I just want one. Like I just want to sweat a CMC team in the fantasy playoffs because yeah. this dude is gonna go nuts the rest of the season. Do you have any um, CMC teams advancing right now? I do. I do. They're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, no team that I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, this is the absolute stones. But some pretty, some some pretty good ones. A, a few, a few in Best Ball Mania three that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, CMC, and then I think my best DraftKings CMC was like I went robust. CMC, Saquon, Chubb, start mm-hmm. uh, with only four running backs. I think the fourth running back is like. <laughs> Sony Michelle or somebody awful, but uh, <laughs> just just by having those three dudes, like nothing else, you know, nothing else matters. Almost they got like twelve wide receivers on the team, so like you're just making up for it in volume. And so that's a a, a good example. I'm not a big robust running back bro, but sometimes you know when you hit when you hit who might be the RB one overall the rest of the way. CMC, I know Eckler is um, so far. As Saquon and Chubb as like the two best, you know, value picks from a superstar running back perspective. I mean, you, the those lineups can be really those teams can be really supercharged. Yeah. So I'm just pulling up a couple of my teams that that are advancing right now with McCaffrey, trying to see what I have. I was looking at some stuff earlier and God, some of these teams are so dead. But it's painful I, to look at them. Like yeah. and you're I, what we built with like the lineups page. I'll I'll just go ahead and um Pull, pull mine up and we can talk uh, as as we go. So we have this lineups page right in draft in draft IQ. It's it's like amazing for looking up your actual teams, right? You draft, especially if you draft like I have 269 teams on uh, nice on uh, underdog. And like, you know, if it's not at the top of my page in my underdog app or whatever, like I'm just never even going to look at it. You know, if it's a fifth place CMC team, there's no way for me to find that in the underdog app. So it's this is like incredible. I use it every day looking up different stuff to find teams. But the problem, like you said, is sometimes you go look and you're like, oh, my God, look at this Trey Lance, Javante, you know, uh, Bateman. Darren Waller team and you're like god damn it like that team is so bad and so dead and you might have wasted like like if you didn't draft a lot of like Ken Walker and you see Ken Walker on one of those dead teams you're like motherfucker like what you know that's a wasted chip on a league winner yeah yeah I I only have one that's advancing so far for my McCaffrey teams but I also have not updated my scores so I need to do that before I even actually look at this I did I think I did uh, um, looks like it looks like I did. Yes. So I have 11 CMC teams in BBM three and uh, 36% within av- within 20 points of advancing. I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about um, that's pretty sweet. I'm trying to find if there's. Yeah. So the best the highest scoring one has Javante Aaron Jones Fournette, Yuck. But uh, but like look at that. Uh, uh, just drafting only three running backs, mm-hmm. even though Jones and Lenny aren't that good. It's like, well, and then. <laughs> freaking out alberto uh, the corpse of alberto on the team but like you just get enough wide receiver weeks judy smith devonta mvs olave right all these guys kind of rotating through usable weeks um it's a kind of fun team i'm looking at one now that's not in the money at the moment but it's kind of fun it's a mahomes mac jones team which you know 
we we like Mahomes, of course. Then it's McCaffrey, Antonio Gibson, Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Mostert for running backs, which I think is a fine like rotation behind yeah. McCaffrey. But I have Brown, AJ Brown, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy. Somehow I dra- drafted Russell Gage. Like probably my one <laughs> Russell Gage team. <laughs> Christian Kirk, rest in peace to Sky Moore, KJ Osborne, Kendrick Bourne. But Tanyan, Logan Thomas, Noah Gray for tight ends. I don't like I don't hate it. It mm-hmm. it could it could get through. Um supposedly at the moment it is only twenty five points behind if this is updated yet, but who knows if I if I did that properly. This is this is a good um another like s- similar to you where I'm going to be interested to go back if some of these teams do get through. I know we still have a ways to go, but some of the teams that like just through conversation have come up and I've looked at uh, mm-hmm. like on shows and stuff. This one right here, this uh, I, my Mahomes, Mac Jones, CMC team is like eerily similar to yours where it's like <laughs> Rashad White, maybe 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 Lenny throwing a fit. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad for Rashad White, but Michael Carter is like fine. Right. Jamal Williams has been really good. Chris Evans is useless, but it's like there's a, a capable enough few backs behind CMC that you're all right. And then like AJ Brown, Gabe Davis, Adam Thielen, like that. I, I don't even remember ever drafting Adam Thielen. He was so not on my radar, but he ends up on this team. Okay. That's fine. Devonta Smith, MVS, Sky Moore, useless, but Hardman. Triple, yep. you know, the the the, the Mahomes freaking triple stack. It was kind of like punting off one or two spots to find the one guy that's good. And I guess apparently that's going to be Hardman, maybe low owned Kyle Pitts in the playoffs, which I don't know if that'll be worth a shit. But it's like you see the team and you're like, yeah, it's fine. But if if it does get there, you're you could see reasons as to why you know some of the CMC teams could make a run if you just have like live bodies that are capable around it, you know, and a decent stack like. I mean, a chief stack with CMC and some some usable other players around it, AJ Brown, Gabe Davis, like, fuck yeah, like those teams can make a run. And those aren't the teams that like you're thinking about, like that you're excited. This has Jamal Williams, but outside of that, it doesn't have any like league yeah. winner. You know, there's no there's no league winners on this on this team, but just by kind of a little bit of variance um, and staying mostly healthy you can have teams that are really, really live at this point in the season that don't even feel like they should be. So I'm going to throw out one more CMC team that is advancing and it's Lamar and Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. And we kind of got unfortunate at running back, but we have McCaffrey and Barkley, which is fun. Um, but we had Javante on Very. this team as well. Oh, um, and Marlon Mack. Could have been Marlon <laughs> So that tells you when this team was drafted, basically. Mm, yep. Um, Devonta Smith, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Rondale, Jarvis Landry, dead. Jalen Tolbert, dead. But John Mechie, dead. Julio <laughs> Jones, dead. God, I don't mean to be insensitive, but literally, let's not talk about dead with uh, John John Mechie. He literally is <laughs> like fighting for his fighting for his life. Fair, but um, but uh, Jarvis Landry might be more dead than than that. Actually, I guess with MT out, maybe Landry will be useful. He he could be kind of interesting um, down the stretch if he can get. I mean, he needs to play too. But um, the Saints have no reason to tank because they don't have any picks. So like, they're gonna keep trying to win. Jarvis Landry's gonna gonna play. You know, it's not the Rams situation where I guess they don't really have any picks either. But you're worried about Cooper Cup. Um, I did want to shout out a couple 
people at cool on 2k in uh in the chat dk team with 16 <laughs> i know dk i know there's more uh points scored in dk but six, 1600 points is absolutely it's absolutely insane through uh nine weeks i think so I, I, um i can look really quickly at my at my best best DraftKings teams it would take me a minute but they're definitely definitely not at 1600 that is a shitload of points um if you get a second go ahead and share that team i would like to see it i'm just impressed that you were able to figure out your score on DraftKings. that's <laughs> that's half the battle right now with them is figuring out which day they're updating i try to go and i look in and i have to start doing math to be like all right if i'm adding this much and this guy's <laughs> adding this much am i still in the money and then it updates like 14 days later you know yeah yeah um that is one thing that's nice about what we did and and draft iq is for drafting specifically you know it's cumbersome on underdog too i mean there's no really easy solution from within their app to to you know let you track teams but being able to go look at you know just this is obviously just sorted by total total points so my highest scoring team is 1430 um, so if you have 1600, that's, that's pretty crazy. Also kind of funny that the highest scoring team is a, like a late round quarterback with Deandre Swift Ooh. team and Hollywood. Interesting. But, um, just kind of hit, I mean, Kelsey has obviously just been a stone cold smash, um, fields fields has, has picked it up and again, just like stayed healthy. Like, look at these, this is not, again, this isn't a team where you're like, Oh my God, look at all these guys that are smashing, but it's like. Say Jones is doing enough. Curtis Samuel's doing enough. Dotson, I guess, hasn't totally been healthy. But, like, Mooney's had a week. Komet's had a week. Hollywood was smashing before, right? Judy had finally had a week. Gabe's got a week. It's like it's just healthy, you know what I mean, outside of Swift and, like, Carson Wentz. But the, it, I, I'm very excited for the next couple of months to see how this goes because you start to look through these teams and you start to whittle down, you know, to even if you drafted, like, hundreds and hundreds of teams, you're still whittled down to – less than a hundred teams or whatever that are actually, you know, uh, alive. And it's fun to start to track them now. I'm at 1368 on the dot for my highest, um, DraftKings team. It's Mahomes and Trubisky at quarterback, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> Ramondre, Kenneth Walker, Rashad white, TDP, Chris Evans, Donta Foreman and D Ernest at running back. And then I have Diggs, Lamb, Pittman, Allen Robinson, Armand Ra, Christian Kirk, MVS, Ayuk at wideout, which is a fun wideout room for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. And then Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby, Cameron Bright for tight end. You see, it's so also so funny to go back and look. Like I was drafting a lot of early teams in the DraftKings Millie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of my best teams, which is advancing, is uh, has Matt Corral. <laughs> Matt Corral nice. as the old uh, as the old third quarterback, James White, <laughs> James late last round, James White, same thing, TDP dust, um, you know, Uncle Valus Jones, you know, just just a, some of these teams are funny to go back and look on. Like, what was I do- what was I doing drafting Matt Corral and James White? But um, it seems easy in hindsight, but <laughs> it's funny. Uh, cool on two K's uh, team. That has 10 million freaking points <laughs> on DraftKings. Kyler and Fields makes nice. sense. Definitely Fields <clears throat> Fields is starting to make his way into kind of like some optimal builds, if you will, I would say, on both sites where you're just getting so much from him at a cheap price and then you get the huge game last week. 
Chubb, smash. Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, Jamal. Good God. Yeah, look at these armies. <laughs> Chubb, Miles Sanders, Ramondre, Jamal Williams, and Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson also looking like an, an awesome pick. Yeah. Jamar Chase, Tyreek, Gabe, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, Marvin Jones, Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram, and Tyler Conklin. Good Lord, man. I can understand now why that scored so many points. That's crazy. He hit, hit everywhere. He just hit every, he hit on everything for the most part. Like, what do you All not hit people. on there? Every, yeah. What, what, what player are you like? God damn it. You know, didn't, didn't get that one right. <laughs> yeah. So his, his team's interesting because obviously there's 20 players on DK. So you can mm-hmm. build a little bit differently, but even so his team is like kind of the way I'm looking to build some going forward with the three late tight ends rather than two. Cause I'm looking at some of these two tight end teams that I have even on underdog. And I'm like, I took some wide out or some running back that chances are, they're not going to get in there. Like um, who's the guy from the 49ers we were drafting a ton of TDP. So I'm thinking wide out in the 18th. Round. Oh, uh, Danny gray, Danny gray. Like, Okay, like I understand the thesis is that like maybe he goes off one game or two, but if we can get these tight ends that are going to give you like six to eight to ten points in a week here and there, feels better than hoping for that one twenty point week from a wideout when yeah. the position's just so bad, right? Yeah. So those are things I'm going to be looking at a little bit more intently next year as well. Just like maybe because we usually do two six eight two, maybe I want to do two six seven three more than right more you know and what I, I mean? did do that more this year like last year that's not even probably something i would have thought much about i just wasn't that interested in that structure i i i think i think from a structure perspective i've come a long way from where i <laughs> where i thought everything kind of needed to be when we very first started in the whole you know two years ago or whatever mm-hmm. um definitely three years ago plus i'm i'm gonna draft a ton of continue with two seven seven two teams Two six seven three is definitely going to be, you know, yeah. in the bag. Um, a lot of building off of that kind of kind of structure, and then and but then the opposite too. People people talk a lot about <clears throat> draft less wide receivers, you know, it, whether it be like this is a, a hero RB team or a zero RB team or or using late round tight end or whatever, and draft less wide receivers. But the 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 alternative is also true. People love their running backs. We might get, we talked about this uh, on a show recently. We might get way more wide receivers pushed up and way less running backs pushed up next year. And if that's the case, like, okay, if I'm going to dip my toes into, you know, I could still get an elite, I can get my AJ Brown or whatever, but then I can get three super right ETN and Ramondre and whatever and just stop at three or four of those guys and, and kind of going back. I did that a little bit last year, not as much this year, kind of just using those very um, barbellish structures, I think is going to be even more important uh, next year, just as the field gets sharper and sharper. Yeah. And just to go continue this conversation on tight ends, I'm going to let it spill over into quarterbacks as well. And I reference, um, I referenced the team that me and Pete drafted a lot, the the big dog team, because mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting because it's doing really, really well, right? But even though it's doing really well, there's things that I'm like perplexed that we did with it. And one of the things we did was we drafted three quarterbacks on it, right? I'm actually trying to just trying to grab it and pull it up right now. Um, 
but we drafted three quarterbacks on this team. Let me uh, share my screen here. And we'll talk about this a little bit because I find it a little bit interesting. I have it pulled up here. This is our team. Um, the website isn't the best for to show this, but if you look at our quarterbacks, we have Hertz, Tannehill, Zach Wilson, right? So obviously the Eagles had their bye week already, and we had Tannehill and Zach Wilson as our quarterbacks for that week. We got, I think, 10 points or something like that out of Zach Wilson. If you look at our total points, Jalen Hurts is clearly carrying us as he should be. Mm-hmm. And then somehow Zach Wilson has come in for two weeks. He scored us 17 one week, and he scored us like 10 one week, roughly, for the most part. And at this point, if I only got 10 points, I think it would have been like a two-point difference the one week that Zach Wilson gave us 17. So we're talking about a net total of 12 points right now that <laughs> Zach, Zach Wilson is giving us. And I might as well just have drafted Jalen Hurts and not worried about anybody else, right? And just mm-hmm. one off the position and let and live or die by Jalen Hurts with this team. And you could be doing that with Travis Kelsey as well. 100%. My, uh, I did it a handful of times with Travis Kelsey little bit of luck and variance is how it goes because you have to surround it with the right players but i think part of the reason why those are some of my best teams on both sides are travis kelsey with no other tight end Mm -hmm. because that other getting the scratch off lottery ticket on a running back or a wide receiver became more valuable than four points during travis kelsey's bye bye week or whatever you know what i mean same thing as your your quarterback um debate i i think these kinds of things we always talk, always talk in terms of how many running backs and how many wide receivers from a structure perspective. But I think if you draft Josh Allen, like, so you lose, let's just say you have 100 Josh Allen teams. Let's, so you lose a few percent of them, three, three, four, right? You use three or four, lose three or four teams because you didn't get the 10 to 15 points for his bye week, which is what the real number is, by the way, when bye week people, they always, it's, it's, it's total propaganda from the bye week bros. When they're like, what do you mean? You can't draft two quarterbacks on the same bye week. You're going to give up like 25 points. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> th- there's one quarterback in the whole league that scores 25 points a game. You're talking about drafting like Trubisky and Mac Jones. And so those, you, you can't project them for 25 points. You can project right. them for like 12. <laughs> so like you're giving up 10 to 15 points um, by either not drafting the second quarterback or having them on the same bye week. Um, and tight end is even less, right? Where, like, look at these tight ends. Like, so you didn't have Evan Ingram on your Travis Kelsey team. Like who gives a shit? It really doesn't matter. And so I think that that's going to be a really fun conversation for sure in uh, the off season. Yeah, and and I just like look at this team when we talk about this, and we crushed this draft for the most part. We had Fournette, Brees Hall. Poor Brees, man. I I mean, this running back room is the fucking stones. It's the nuts, right? Like, it would have been the nuts if Brees was still playing with Fournette, Hall, Stevenson, Jacobs, and Walker. But our wideout room isn't even bad. We have A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy, MVS, Traylon Burks, McColl, um, Alec Pierce and William Fuller. But my, my point for the, it goes to the tight end. So we have Gerald Everett and Mike Gusecki who have been doing well for us. Like they're mm-hmm. fine. Fine. But yep. I almost wish we had another tight end. 
just to be rotating in with these two guys as rotational players. Like, why do we have three quarterbacks? Why do we only needed Jalen Hurts? Really? Like, that was the only guy we needed. And I'm sure if I went back and watched the stream, everything that we did would make sense, like in a nutshell. But going forward, I don't think I don't think you'll see me draft a team like this unless it's an auto draft going forward. Yeah. I don't if I if I go elite QB, I think you're going to be seeing me do it with one sometimes and never more than two. Like I wasn't I doing never more than two for the most part anyways, but like legitimately never more than two going forward. There's I, I agree. It's also a good segue into kind of some stuff we're going to talk about with the playoff best ball where mm. the quarterback position and the tight end position, I think, um, but particularly the quarterback position, drives so much of kind of how you paint the picture for your team. And in the playoff format, it is even more like the, the, everything we're talking about with Jalen Hurts or whatever is even more important, but it's it's quite a bit more nuanced because you need – you know, you can't do it with Jalen Hurts this year, can't. for example, in the playoffs. Can't do it because he's going to have the bye. But, you know, how do you, especially at this point in the season, how do you handle Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, who you would like to do it with, single quarterback, because of what that flexibility gives you? You were just showing what the flexibility gives you in a right over the course of a regular season. Now think about when, like, every week is more important from these flex plays, right? Yeah. You need Gabe Davis. You, like, last year, you didn't need a bill stack, but you had to have Gabe Davis, right? This introduces an element, you know, it, this happens in week 17, you know, the guy you need to have in regular season, but it's, it, it's not anywhere near the level of, of playoff best ball because the player pool is so small and that 40 point game is it, you know what I mean? Like that's the only game that you have to have. And it's usually by a player that is drafted. And so you need the bullets. You yeah. need the bullets. Every roster spot is so important in the playoff best ball format that it becomes this you know people get lazy i think with the quarterback position in particular where it's either like well i'm just going to draft one or or they're like i'm drafting two on every team why wouldn't i draft a second quarterback it's like i think we can find out what i like really figure out ways um to kind of create some edges with some of the stuff that we just referenced from the from the regular season tight end quarterback you know, kind of wild structures that nobody else is doing, but they make sense if you just get that one thing right, right? Jalen Hurts is a smash. You don't want another quarterback. So, like, let then let's get crazy elsewhere. Yeah, so I, I've only drafted, to be completely upfront, only one of the playoff teams. Me too. So far. And I did do a Jalen Hurts team. And upon that thinking, when I was taking my second quarterback, I was like, who's a guy that can put up the points, not just week one, but maybe I need him for week two. Maybe Jalen Hurts is, mm -hmm. you know, coasting against some scrub team that made it through the wild card weekend. And they basically just hand the ball off the second half. So I went Hurts and Tua on my team because I think Tua is going to make the playoffs, obviously, with the Dolphins and the wild card. Yep. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. Crazier things have happened, right? They could. Mm -hmm. but they're alive. They're, they're like alive. The Bengals, like the Bengals last year. They're alive, but they're a dog, of course. Yeah. The the only problem with doing the Tua thing is if you don't plan for it, I don't have Waddle or Tyreek on this team. So mm. I'm just trying to get through with Tua at quarterback and everyone else doing something. So we'll see. Um, but that's that's kind of like what I'm thinking. I think like quarterbacks like Tua are getting overlooked when people are getting these elite quarterbacks like Mahomes and Hurts and, you know, 
Allen, of course, who luckily looks like he'll be fine for the playoffs. <laughs> so, well, we just got to like keep an eye on that stuff. And that's, that's what I'm doing. I think people are waiting to take like the scrubbiest quarterback yeah. that they can. And I don't particularly think that's going to be the right approach to it. I know we don't want to waste the draft capital, but you got to get through the wild card week, right? To get to your Jalen Hurts stacks in the first place. So that's the stuff that we uh, we need to be thinking about when we're drafting these teams, which we're going to do today. I, I agree. I'm going to pull up really quickly the rules mm-hmm. um, for playoff best ball. This, will, this is specifically for the current tournament that's out there, the way too early wild card, which is a $10 entry, $50,000 total prize pool. And shout out to Underdog for putting this out there already. By the way, it gives us something fun to to sink our teeth into before we get to kind of some of the. They'll have some big, big uh, playoff tournaments coming soon. But um, as you guys probably expect, you know, typical typical snake draft. Um, six people, six people, right? Or four? Six? No, I think it's six. Six, six players, six, uh, six people in uh, every draft. We draft ten total players and what you have to do is then navigate through four as you see here the tournament will have four rounds you need to navigate through four weeks kind of like the regular season best ball playoffs except four weeks you you beat the people in your group that you draft against and you move on you play against another group as you see here top top two from your draft move on then you move on to the next one and you top one out of uh, uh, a six-person group. So you'll start in a six-person group. Top two will move on to another six-person group. Then you'll move on to another another six-person group. And then the final is 52 people. So you have to keep advancing. And so why why are all these kind of crazy things we're talking about important is because, well, not only do you need your players to produce fantasy points every single week, they need to win. The, The NFL team needs to win. And so, like, you know, you get all these crazy elements of, okay, the Eagles have, I want the Eagles. The Eagles are like a massive Super Bowl favorites right now, but they're going to have the bye. How do you, you know, you want the Super, you're going to need the Super Bowl matchup in some form or fashion within your lineup. But, like, how do you go about building that, right? Do we fade the Eagles and say, all right, they're going to lose? You know, like the Titans last year were the one seed. They were a rather easy fade, but the like, worst it's one seed of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we won't have to deal with that this year. Cause it'll be the bills or the chiefs luckily. Yeah. yeah. And Eagles. So it's kind of a fun strategic conversation, but as you see, you have to advance through all these rounds and it's like, how do you put together a team that has the super bowl matchup, but also, you know, you didn't just draft Quez Watkins on every team who's going to give you nothing and then you're praying to God he's he does something in the Super Bowl but you know this balancing act right and then how, how do you deal with the Gabe Davis situation of last year where how many like one-offs do you play right how many maybe secondary stacks I, I'm more of a secondary stack guy but like you needed Gabe Davis but you didn't want to have the full bill stack how do you you know every team has so much nuance to it in this format. So that's why I'm happy that we're kind of starting, starting off early because uh, I need to start galbraining some of these different strategic ideas. And we are going to be putting together of a playoff best ball video. Um, some of the basics, some of the more advanced stuff, what you should be looking to do in these contests, how to play them, how to win them. And we pray that you all come in third place as I come in first and Eric <laughs> comes in second. 
So that's kind of the, the game plan for us is to let's let's hit a couple of questions really quick uh, sure. before we dive in, just because I missed them and I wanted to uh, I wanted to shout out Neil. If you don't follow Neil on Twitter, you need to go follow him. He does some awesome visualizations with his like best ball portfolio kind of some of the similar stuff we do with like draft IQ where he's got all of um, all of his teams, you know, he breaks them down with really interesting insights. He also breaks down what his opponents have. So like when uh, uh, everybody's ranting about JT and how bad, you know, he's the worst first round pick, blah, blah, blah. He was, uh, Neil went in and did some analysis and uh, created some charts for how many of like his opponents out of all of his 150 teams in Best Ball Mania 3, how many of his opponents that have JT are, adva- are winning, are advancing, and different stuff. Um, so go check him out. Really, really, really good stuff. And so, But he mentions the CMC. He only has one CMC team, and he has 13%. Uh, oh, he had 13% at the 110 and 16% at the 111. So he doesn't have a ton of CMC, but he only has one advancing team, which makes me like super excited for the CMC teams that you have advancing. Just about 30% uh, in the 10 and the 11 hole is like peak run bad for yes. sure. Like, Although if, if you were able to get Kelsey Diggs Devante or something back there, it, it's not too bad. But if you didn't yeah, and you were like mixing CD, like ooh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. The CD thing, man, we knew, we knew and we still, we still did it because we're and it's suckers. like, he's fine. And it's like, he's fine, <laughs> but it's, but it's like, why the fuck did we not put, the we we projected all this volume and this superstardom onto CD Lamb, and the world gave us two guys who are already superstars and already gonna get that volume: Tyree Kill and AJ Brown. Why didn't we just take those guys? Like, yeah. what is this cowboy? Like the Cowboys fucking warped our minds to convince us that CD was the guy out of all, not Tyree Kill who is one of the greatest fantasy wide receivers of all time, not AJ Brown, who is a proven grown ass man. Every time he gets, you know, thrown a target, it's efficient as shit on a great offense. We're going to do it only with CD. That's it. He's the only guy we're going to do this with. Like, I'm so mad at myself for, for how I handled that situation. This offseason. I mean, we've hit on it before, but I'm mad at myself because I was a hundred drafts in and I don't think I had drafted him yet. And I was like, Oh, I got to correct this. And then I just started putting the clown makeup on drafting <laughs> CD lamb. I was just like, and I look back at him like, just take your goddamn stand. You knew you didn't want CD Lamb, like at that spot. Just take your stand at that spot. That's the thing. Yeah. We couldn't divorce the price and the players that went around him with the fact that CD Lamb is a very fun and exciting young player to have on your team. But when it's like a late first round pick and Tyree Kill goes at the two three turn, it's like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Yeah, yeah, you know. It's one of the, it's, we're going to look back on this year and that's going to be, I think one of the sticking points for me, at least, I mean, maybe some other people will overlook it, but for me, that, that is like drilled into my head is that's that specific spot. It's like a poker spot. Like when I study a spot in poker that shows up to me and I'm like, I go over it over and over and over in my head, even if I know, like I did something right or something wrong, but I just want to be able to recognize it the next time it happens. Like, Okay, Mm -hmm. this is basically the same spot as six months ago when, you know, I three bet this guy and he came over the top and everything makes it's all adding up to the same play. What's right? And we're going to see. I guarantee we see it next year. It might not be at the end of the first round. It might be at the end of the second or beginning of, you know, like beginning of the third. We're going to find this spot again. And we just need to be able to step back and be like, 
We're not doing it. I love the player. He's a fun player. We enjoy him. We want to root for him, but not at this price. It's just too much. And we got those are things that we're going to have to. We're three months away. Three months away from starting this exercise. God, God damn it. I'm not I'm not ready for it. But I agree with you. Um, I also have like a some a pivoting to the playoff best ball thing. I think it's a, what you just said is also extremely relevant. I think last year and the, the past couple of years when this whole format has come about and like people talk about best ball in general, like the regular season, what we're talking about, uh, like with CD isn't solved. Dude, playoff best ball. We don't have a the fucking slightest idea. Nobody does. Should every team be one quarterback? Should every team be three quarterbacks? Should you just load up on two? I know some some smart people just literally only load up on two two teams, right? I'm taking the Eagles and I'm taking the Bengals. Let yep. that let them let them make a run, and I'll just let it all play out in my favor. I know other people do play the best plays, right? How do I get Gabe Davis? It's by playing the best plays. I got to play the hits. I can't just look. You know, if I I don't want all my teams to die because. I because I never drafted so low Gabe Davis. Like that's what happened last year. You lost mm-hmm. unless you unless you had at best or at worst like a secondary bill stack, right? Devin Singletary and Gabe Davis or Dawson Knox and Gabe Davis or Gabe Davis by himself. You lost in that play speaking as someone who lost in the playoff contest. That's what happened to me. I didn't have any of those that hit and you lose. So how do you plan around that, right? It's we have nothing no one really knows, but I, I think that's what makes it the most fun format of all best ball is you can, you could do anything, dude. Like I don't, yeah. I really don't. I, th- I really think we know some things that are suboptimal in regular season best ball. I'm not saying we have it solved because we don't, but like drafting Travis Kelsey and then drafting three more tight ends is bad. In yeah. my opinion, like I think it's, we could, we could even run some math and tell you why it's bad in this. I think I want to talk about like single running back teams. I want to talk about definitely single quarterback teams uh, or totally punt quarterback and like, give me three on the shitty teams that are, you know, that, that might get there and pray to find Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? From last year. Like, I, I think that there's just so many scenarios we can play to in the playoff format that makes it really, really, really fun. So I'm excited to keep digging into it over the next two months or whatever. Hindsight being completely 2020 from last year. The one thing I was sure of last year was that the Rams were going to be in the Super Bowl. Like I was just pretty positive on that, on that one. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I was only considering Bill's Chiefs were going to make it. Like, and I think everyone was. It was, I'm not saying like that's genius. Everyone was thinking that. And I think because I thought that it was just going to be one of the two. Maybe I should have kept loading up on the Rams like I was. And then, although I would be drafting Bills or Chiefs, maybe I should have been mixing a, a secondary AFC team and more with the Burrows, with the Chase, or whatever. However, I decided to do it mixing. I'm not trying to get full 2020 vision here and say, like, I should have just drafted yeah. the best guys. But maybe maybe the way to attack that wild card round is by doing something like that where you're making sure you're getting multiple versions of AFC teams and just trying to load up on the one NFC team. And that's, that's the beauty of drafting early, right? It makes it easier to do something like that because more teams are in play right now than they're going to be in three weeks. More teams are live for the playoffs at the moment. So that's what we need to be looking at. 
Call Me Crazy doesn't what you just outlined <clears throat> make perfect sense again this year. Though, I was with you on the Rams last year. Mm -hmm. Had Rams Super Bowl tickets, like was a uh, not like like tickets to sit at the game, like uh, futures futures bets. Yeah, um, totally was in on the Rams, kind of. But it, it's it feels kind of similar to me. They were the best team in a really weak NFC. Everybody loved the Bucks, and I get that. And the Packers were the one seed, but the Packers, I mean, we're seeing why the Packers were flawed. It was it was masked by a handful of good players, uh, Devontae Adams in particular, but they were extremely flawed. The 49ers were, you know, a good team, but um, I can't get behind Jim. And, and this year it's going to be different for me with the 49ers. Um, we'll get to it in a bit, but Jimmy G with with some of the other teams that were there and with the Bucks being better, the Rams being better, all that, I couldn't, I couldn't back him. But this year to me, it's the Eagles. It's like, dude, like, look at this. Who, who who can beat them? I know that they're going to get the bye, but like that's probably only going to be good for us keeping their cost down in these playoff drafts. Is like mm -hmm. it, because if if there if anyone and I guess technically the Vikings are in contention. Forgive me if I don't believe the the, the Vikings uh, seven and one start is is sustainable. I, I just I, I literally think the Eagles are going to go undefeated. Maybe the Cowboys might knock them off once, but I just don't see it. I, I I don't know, man. I I don't see any paths really to like Seattle. Seattle's two games up in the, in the NFC West. You know the Bucks are terrible, and they're and they're they might end up running away with this division because the division is so bad. The Packers are useless. The Bears and Lions aren't even trying to win. The Giants aren't trying to win, and they keep winning because everybody else sucks so bad. It's like I just don't envision a scenario where we're not taking a big stand on on the Eagles and then in the, and then in the AFC, I mean, dude, obviously bills, chiefs, yeah, Ravens, Bengals, the Browns could get themselves into the mix. The chargers could get themselves into the mix. I, I think that there's a lot of that. The jets are really good. The Dol you mentioned the Dolphins. the dolphins are probably my favorite out of that whole list. The jets are really good. The jets just beat the bills. Like I know it's Zach Wilson, but like you could use them as secondary plays, right? late round Garrett Wilson or something mm. like that late round Michael Carter that kind of stuff I just feel like maybe I'm oh, I'm I'm not putting enough thought into it but it just feels like let's just smash the shit out of the Eagles and let's rotate through all these AFC teams because I I mean I prefer the Bills and Chiefs but like if the Dolphins beat them would you be surprised no I wouldn't no for me it's so the AFC this year is Bills Chiefs obviously I think the Dolphins are right on the doorstep I don't really worry about any of these other teams too much knocking off the knocking off the big two consistently sure. like in some sort of back-to-back -back week situation uh like the like the Bengals did last year the nfc i'm not as can and i'm an eagles like i grew up an eagles fan eagles hmm. patriots were my two teams growing up i loved watching randall cunningham well established that before but and i love watching them this year they're my favorite team to watch right now well the first half anyways while they're while they're actually doing something um, but <laughs> I got brought up in the chat. I do. I'm not a Jimmy guy. I think Jimmy G sucks, but I do think the Niners have the right formula to beat the Eagles. I agree. And, and say what we want about Minnesota. They have the, the running backs to do it. The way to beat Philly is going to be to run on them. It's, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just, and that is what playoff football is. Playoff football is running the football, establishing the run. 
And I think that the teams that can do that have a shot to take Philly out. You know, they, they falter one game and this defense, they got ran all over the other night by Damian Pierce, Yep. by the Houston Texans. They ran all over the team. That could happen again in the playoffs. I mean, tennis, I mean, Houston sucks. They're not good. Damian Pierce is good. Houston Texans ain't good though. So there, <laughs> no. there are teams in the NFC that can do something like that and, and really, really hurt this team in the playoffs. I'm not saying it's going to happen. If I had to put money on it, it would be the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. at the moment, it's not as clear cut to me like the Rams were. For some reason, I just you just saw the Rams being unstoppable last year in terms of the overall package of that team. And I think I think this offense is really good for Philly, but it still feels like they're not invulnerable. And they might go undefeated because their schedule is so they're garbage. definitely gonna go undefeated unless something bad happens to Hertz or, or yeah. AJ Brown or, or something like that. Um, no, great, really good points by you and uh, GA in the chat. I, I shouldn't have been so definitive because I am. I mean, I won't shut the fuck up about CMC, CMC and like the 49ers. Clearly, like I'm in. I mean, I, I, I'm i not a Jimmy guy, but he's also made like his archetype and the way he plays the game is like crafted for this particular offense. Yeah. Like he's not going to be able to win them games, throwing the ball down the field and all that. But like they have like four of the best short to intermediate and over the middle players, skill players in the league. Yeah. CMC CMC is the best at what he does, which fits Jimmy perfectly. Debo is the best at what he does. George Kittle is probably the best tight end in the NFL, like all around tight end. Yeah. Kelsey is a better wide receiver, but Kittle's Kittle is a freak. And yep. Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk is the fourth best player. Fourth best skill player. That's ridiculous. He's he's, uh, a, he's a stud. And they can establish a pass rush. And if you get hurts to turn the when ball healthy, over. They need to get healthy on defense. That's right. my, literally my only concern because they have an elite. I, I might flip-flop this whole take I just had about the Eagles by the time we get to the, the playoff season if the 49ers defense is healthy because they have a an elite, not good, elite defense, maybe even better than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. When healthy, it's just that they're so banged up that their defense is kind of bad right now. And, and I hate to say it, but look at Dallas, right? Like, I don't like the team as a whole, but if they decide to make that move to Pollard by the playoffs and just like make him the back 75% of the time, and then they get pressure on the quarterback, like, unlike most other teams do, they force a turnover or two. Philly's in big trouble in a, in a game like that. Like not that they can't Definitely. come back and win, but it, I mean it's every it's every team. I, I mean the Cowboys have... defense is good. The Cowboys just like the 49ers, the, the, the both those defenses can slow down the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And if they slow down the Eagles, and you, like you said, they just you know Kyle Shanahan establishes the shit out of it. Zeke and Pollard, you know <laughs> Zeke's getting his three three yards in a cloud of dust, and Pollard rips a couple of big big plays. I, I agree they can they can win. So. What I, what, what I wanted to all, all that keeps going through my head while we're talking about this is how would you apply this to like if you're going to, dra- you know, you're going to draft 10, 50, 100 teams into a playoff format? How would you go about it? Would you literally just like almost X out the NFC and play the Eagles 49ers, maybe Cowboys, I guess, probably the, the top two guys and then cycle through the AFC? Or how would you uh, like generally apply it to your drafts? It seems like the way to do it right now, right? If you take the Eagles and 49ers, 
and then your AFC bring back is just like the Chiefs or just the Bills, you're banking on them being the two seed kind of and getting through. Right. Um, and then you can just one off one or two guys from an AFC team, maybe here or there, just to uh, expand the the wild card roster a little bit. Yeah, just like you're like two two cheap whatever Chargers or something like that. Like they're probably yeah. not going to make a run, but getting a cheap, I don't know, Keenan Allen or something like that sounds nice for the wild card round. Yeah, I mean, but you might you might see one of these teams like. Like what if what if Seattle does get through? And I'm not saying Seattle's bad. They they've exceeded expectations all year, but I don't think they're going to win a playoff game. They might. They could surprise us. But mm-hmm. if but if let's say the Dallas Cowboys draw Seattle at home, right? And we're going Cowboys Eagles, and we're getting the Cowboys who have to put up points because somehow the Seahawks are good and are pushing them. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting Cowboys. Niners and round two or something like that. And the Eagles are getting some scrub called the Bucks, who I don't think could be they might be more viable to come playoff time because that's just the type of team they're built to be is just this playoff run team. But. I can't I'm I I can't I can't fucking do it. I've stacked these losers in DFS. <laughs> I, I, I I I was willing to so like I was when even when Brady made the move to the Bucks. He was really bad with the Patriots that last year, if you if you recall. Trust me, the, I know. they got they got cucked by King Henry in the playoffs. I was I, w- I went to that game. Uh, uh, shout out DraftKings. Uh, that was one of the most fun sporting events I've ever had. Is being at Gillette Stadium while Derrick Henry runs for two hundred yards and ends Tom Brady's uh, Patriots career. That was seriously amazing. But I was like, I'm out. I'm like, that's it. Father time has come. Tom's not going to be awesome. Blah blah blah. Well then. <laughs> All he does is, you know, <laughs> absolutely dunk all over me for two years. And I think I was willing to put that aside like this year, like for some DFS purposes, a little bit of best ball. But like, I think it's just kind of over for this offense. I think left, which is left, which is not good. I, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, call him Joe judge or whatever, but he's not good enough to, to help overcome their their challenges. They can't get the ball downfield. They can't protect Brady and they can't run the ball. And like say whatever we want about Lenny, you know, Lombardi Lenny was a huge reason as to why they were they were successful in the past. And they don't have any of that anymore. The defense isn't as good. Uh I I, I would rather fade them and devote my chips to the Niners. And oh, I Eagles. agree. But I'm just saying they they are built for a playoff. Like they are the type of team that like rolls itself into the playoffs. And then it's a problem. Like that's just let's, the type of team they're built like. But let's go. We can go ahead and put some. Uh, let me share my screen. We can put some uh, takes to the test. We'll hop in the draft right now, Andrew. Uh, just because I have so many. I <laughs> like now after all this conversation. Uh, so way too early wild card. If you're on desktop, all the way to the right, it's probably the same on uh, mobile as well. Twenty six percent full already. It's People love nice. the draft. People love the draft. That's why we do uh, oh perfect show. there's probably there might be some people that were watching that got into a draft right before us but we do need five more um if anybody wants to uh hop in here hop in here with us but i think <clears throat> my eyes have been opened a little bit on the nfc side of things for sure as to uh maybe some different ways but i do kind of still feel fairly passionately that like it's those two it's those two top teams which makes me really gross to think about it with jimmy g and i almost think like and he's going to be drafted, free. He's going to be totally free. 
and you can pair him with Hertz and say one of these two teams is making the Super Bowl, and then yep. I'm gonna go and then I'm gonna go get my Chiefs, Bills, whatever on the other side. And you have no matter what happens, you have your rounds covered with with quarterback. You have theoretically the story is you have the NFC team that's coming out. You just need to hit on that AFC team. And like you really only need that one game from Jimmy. You know, please mm-hmm. God play the whatever, play the 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 Giants or something, you know, and score 20 fantasy points and be good enough to help me. You know, because you only got to get second out of six to move on in the first round. And so I almost feel like a lot of 49ers and Eagles and just saying, look, we've made the decision that those are the two like almost stone cold lock teams. One of them is going to make the Super Bowl. And so we build all those teams to say those two teams are playing in the NFC championship, but one of them is going to win. I don't know who. And then I, I just start cycling through bills, chiefs, you know, Bengals, mm-hmm. Dolphins, whatever, all these other teams with with them, I think is a kind of interesting approach. I also wonder if it's interesting to do, and I don't think you could do this frequently, but if you could get it done, maybe the ideal situation is to do a 3-2, 3-2, where you're predicting the NFC and AFC championship games, where you're taking three from the team you're thinking is going to advance to the Super Bowl. So like, let's say we think it's Eagles 49ers, right, on the NFC yep. side. We take three Eagles, two 49ers, and we'll say Bills, Chiefs, which you're never going to be able to do this just based on draft capital, but three Bills and two Chiefs or whatever and build your teams that way. So, like, you could probably do that with, like, the Dolphins if you wanted to. Like, if you wanted to do, like, a Dolphins-Chiefs AFC surprise game and maybe a Cowboys-Eagles one where you can get two Cowboys, two two Dolphins – and then three from the two teams that you think are actually going to make it there. Like something like that might be right. an interesting build as well. Yeah. Cause the other thing about that is it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a little tougher for the super bowl. Cause you, you're going to have to have that right. Exact stone cold nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because no matter which game is in the super bowl, because you need to fill out a starting roster, you're gonna you're you're only gonna have maximum six players, and it might be two quarterbacks, depending right. upon the how the matchup plays out. And so you're gonna have to have the right stone cold. But I mean, at the end of the day, just get there. You know, <laughs> just win, baby. Get like, there. Just yeah. get me get me get me to the Super Bowl. Uh, give me as many teams to the Super Bowl as I can, and uh, I, I'm down for that. So looking at the ADP really quickly, it is interesting. Three quarterbacks at at the top, and. Um, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I do find it interesting that quarterbacks that are potentially on buys are all the the top of ADP. Yeah, I mean, because I kind of like the wide receivers. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're also again, it makes sense why they're at the top of the ADP because these are the three most likely that are going to be in the Super Bowl. So, God damn, I'm going to be drafting freaking Jimmy. This is terrible. So I can't that's. Believe I'm, that's what we got to be looking at. It's like you're you're really forced to. This is why drafts are getting smarter, right? Yeah, we, you have to decide: Am I getting one of these three elite teams as a stack, yeah. or am I am I getting one of the other superstars and then needing the Dolphins or 49ers or or Vikings or whatever to make the Super Bowl? Right. I mean, you have to make that decision immediately. So uh, I kind of, I mean, Josh Allen at the 103 though. <laughs> Yeah, how do we not? How do you not how take you, Josh Allen at the 103? How, 
that's I, I think I think it's a discussion about so the the ADP is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I think at the one hundred three, if it goes according to ADP, you can have a real discussion about whether you should take Jalen Hurts because I think the buy is that like impactful given the probability that they have to get it. The, yeah. Mahomes and Mahomes and Allen is like we don't even know who's going to get the. We don't even know. Like, it, it could be either of them. It could be somebody else. Um, in, in the AFC. So it's a little more obvious for them. I think, I think it becomes a conversation with Hertz is like Hertz or Diggs, right? Hertz or, or Tyreek or AJ Brown or, or McCaffrey or Kelsey. Yeah. It's just the problem with it becomes as my dog is actually going nuts tonight. (laughs) Um, the problem with it is like, if you are convinced that Hertz is going to be the Super Bowl quarterback from the NFC, right? you're probably thinking that it's one of the other two that's already gone. That's making the super bowl. So if you don't take hurts, your team could be dead immediately. Yeah. So you build, so you would have to build for the scenario that we talked about mm-hmm. 49ers. Yeah. Eagles. Right. 49ers make the super bowl or probably Tua and the yeah. dolphins beat one of those teams and pull a Bengals. Okay. So we have Josh Allen. Um, do we want to stack him with Gabe? Do we want AJ Brown? Just uh, we're gonna miss out on stacking options, but AJ Brown here feels nice. AJ Brown feels real good. Let's uh, do AJ Brown. Let's do AJ Brown. Also, how many how many Josh Allen AJ Brown teams do you think there are? Not everybody's gonna take Gabe right there. Well, even before that, he's the he's the one on one and true. And AJ Brown's going at the eight usually, so getting that pairing is probably already pretty unique. I hate not having the stack with Gabe Davis, but you just gave us something that a lot of people probably don't have, which is a, what we think one of the most likely Super Bowl contending lineups that there is. is exactly. Bills, Eagles already. Bills, Eagles, right? <laughs> yeah, Bills, Bills, Eagles, and we need a couple more from each team, and they can be cheap guys. Like, I agree. I don't really want a Bills stack that doesn't have Gabe or Diggs, but like Who's to say they don't make the Super Bowl? Eagles play the Bills and Dawson Knox catches two touchdowns. Yeah. Or you know, we get, we it's get an, real wild and take Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines, Isaiah McKenzie. They have yeah. options. They have options yeah. late. Um, so I'm pretty into I think the Eagles are tougher because the Eagles are three dudes. Yep. It throw, throwing aside Miles Sanders. And I Goddard and Devonta are reasonably priced, mm-hmm. but you know, you're not getting them in the last round. So, you know, you take Hertz, you have to really start planning for what you're, you know, because you may not even get A.J. Brown. So then, like, you have to start planning for your your stacks with the Eagles because they don't have Naheem Hines or Isaiah McKenzie on their team. <laughs> you know, they don't have uh, six options to stack him with. Damn yeah. you, Tigers. Takes Gabe. Um, what do you like here? So do we want to try to build one of these secondary NFC stacks like we were talking about? Do we want to try to do a a Debo or a CD Lamb? Is that something you're uh, let's do considering? Debo. Let's do Debo and I, I want to uh see what some of these drafts start to look like because just like you, I've only done one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with the ADP and everything, but this is playing to our kind of what we talked about. Bills, right. 49ers, Eagles. Um, we made that commitment already. Absolutely not. I will have, I'm telling you this right now, David, <laughs> yeah. I will have zero Derrick Henry in this. And if I lose, 
because Derrick Henry is the Gabe Davis, we will be on to 2023, and I do not care. <laughs> I am not drafting that Titans team. Fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not drafting them. And I'm not even a. I'm not even a hater of Derrick Henry. It's just how do you not draft at this any... He yeah, needs not to be a late price. round pick. He needs to be a late round. You can't take him over the best no. players on the Eagles. No. Like you can't take on. him over any of the guys on the board right now. He goes ahead of Jamar Chase, dude. <laughs> like, come on. I want Singletary over Henry, like, and in, in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna. I mean, Singletary hasn't done it this year yet, so everybody's like back to old school thinking on Devin Singletary. But like, how quickly we forget that, like, during the fantasy playoffs last year and during the real NFL playoffs, he just smashed. Smash. I know they have. I know they have Naheem Hines now, but like. So what? Now he's only going to play 75% of snaps? He can absolutely smash. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so I do like Singletary here. Load up on the Bills. I do like Singletary as well. I, I think I think that's what we should do. And then, But make sure we're looking at running back with someone at some point in this draft that we do maybe get a little more ceiling from. You know what I mean? Mm. For the early rounds. Saquon, um, Eckler. You know, they, they got to do some work to get in. But you know what I mean? Just yeah, I, I took Eckler on mine late because Ken again, Walker. He, he could be. A why does Ken Walker guy. go? Why does Ken Walker go at pick forty four? Well, I think he. I think Ken Walker. For me, Ken Walker is the Derrick Henry problem. Where, I mean, he's obviously a better price, but you're not getting more than one game from Kenneth Walker in the playoffs. Is my, is my opinion. But you could get two, and if Derrick Henry went at pick forty five. Yeah, we would take. I him. would draft him because if we're gonna go so ham on the Eagles, Eagles Bills 49ers, mainly Eagles Bills, 49ers aren't getting the buy. Eagles Bills, like you could have the double buys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then but having Ken Walker is like literally like a top five fantasy running back. And he go and and they're up by two games in the division. And they're like easy in for the wild card right now. They got to keep winning, of course. But he makes for good filler, I think, on teams. Yeah. And you could you could take him and DK Metcalf and be like, maybe they make the NFC Championship game. I kind of know what I would like to do here. Yeah, what do you want to do here? I'm I'm open. I'm kind of thinking we need to go Kittle here. We don't have to, but yeah, I'm down for Kittle. Is I think that, Kittle kind of had of Ayuk. Yeah, Kittle or Ayuk. I'm I'm open to either one of those. Yeah, I kind of like Kittle here. Yep. Um. So we I, two? They're, they're kind of the same to me, to be honest. I mean, I'll, also we can take Ayuk. We can still take Ayuk. We could, but we could also take. I also see another guy we could take. Motherfucker, you guys, a bunch of assholes taking Gabe right before us and then taking Ayuk right when we start to talk about him. Yeah. Um, he does have a CMC. He has C. Oh, this is a nice team. CMC with the the Dolphins stack. Oh fuck, he's gonna get to a. Too on this team. Yeah, that's gonna be a nice team. That's a that's a nice team. Yeah, I we mean, taken to a Dolphins can sneak in. <laughs> they can. They're good. They're the they're the other. They're so these takes uh because I wasn't I didn't think the Bengals could make the Super Bowl last year. So the you know take these this year takes with a grain of salt. But I'm I, I'm gonna go in with what we talked about with the NFC. Maybe Dallas. Like maybe some Dallas. But mm-hmm. Eagles, 49ers, and then in the AFC, it's Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins for me. I I, I see the case for the Bengals. I see see the Seahawks. I I, I like the Seahawks 
um, because of some of what everybody's saying here. They're they're kind of a lock for the playoffs. And I think in that wild card round in the NFC, having filler, having late round filler with like some some picks from the Seahawks or something makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we're gonna go so heavy like Eagles or whatever, having some teams that you know are gonna play in the wild card is important. But I just want to go ham on Eagles, 49ers, Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, really. <laughs> like yeah. that's about it. Yeah, some Dallas sprinkled in as much as I hate it. So here goes baby Stevie's going to take Tua. So so this is where we have to make decisions like, does Eckler make sense or do we want to stack up Isaiah McKenzie? You know what I mean? Like that, these are the, these I are think the... on this, I think we want Eckler on this team. Okay. With Singletary. There's not, I mean, it could be Saquon too, but I think we should take Eckler. Um, I think Eckler has, I mean, I think that the Chargers are snake bit for the season, but I don't think that doesn't mean that they can't get to the second round of the playoffs. And that's kind of all your, that's all, the whole thesis behind that is Devin Singletary is, the only reason why Devin Singletary goes where he goes is because everybody's very bullish on the Bills. Mm -hmm. So when you take Devin Singletary where he goes, you probably do need some help, some juice at, at running back. This is, this is not a pick to say we're setting up our Super Bowl. Although, you know, if we take Jimmy G or something, it could be we could do that. But we're what we're what we're really saying with this team is it's Buffalo and forty and the 49ers, maybe the Eagles. But right. Eckler, Eckler is like, please, please help get you know, get Singletary through into uh the later rounds. Get us a couple twenty something point games. Now McKenzie. Yeah, now McKenzie. And what do you per- think about uh 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 sorry, what do you think about uh, guys like Kadarius Tony in these um tournaments where like we really don't know oh but, so i did was the upside looking could at be that. crazy the yeah. upside could be crazy on him we should be smashing guys like that just based on there's a chance that he's the number one wide out in kansas city by the end of the year i know there's a there's a healthy chance of it kmart version of tyreek hill yeah you know do- dollar store tyreek hill going at pick 44 he's part, i mean a guy like him is gonna is like the potential playoff winner, right? Chiefs mm-hmm. get the get the second overall seed, and Tony's just crushing throughout the playoffs, and he's your Gabe Davis of last year. Yeah, why can't he be? He to me, like he makes the most sense out of everybody for it. Also, Cooper Cup in the eighth round. I know the Rams suck, but <laughs> that's but, pretty crazy. But it's. But this is the stuff we're talking about. Like it's either smart or it's super dumb, right? So here here's one where would you would you take another charger and be like, okay, so we have three picks left. We're pretty good at running back. Um, if we want Jimmy G in case the Bills get the I, I think we just say on this team the Bills are not getting the buy. Right. And we take Jimmy. Um, and we and, and uh Coach Breezy takes them. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it so made a lot good. of sense. So, so Knox makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, a Charger does make sense. God, you got me wanting Tony though. Like, just I know. as a one-off. I know. Tony is the Gabe Davis. This is the story that we're telling. Uh, hold on, I'm just trying to pull up Chargers. I just want to put some guys in the queue. Mike Williams, Allen. We got 25 seconds left. I'll put Tony. I'll just put Tony at the top. It, Knox versus Tony, though, is a is a thing. I mean, it's I probably Knox for this team, but I do like Tony a lot. I mean, it, it's well, just it do you think? 
I don't. I mean, I'm not sure that any of these guys are going to take Knox. Should we take Tony and then uh, hope for it and yeah. hope for Knox? If we don't get Knox, I mean, we do have McKenzie and Singletary. Yeah, I don't hate that. So, Andrew says uh, Herbert, and I think that was a totally reasonable take. But mm-hmm. I, I think we committed to the Bills are not going to get the buy on this team. And if they don't get the buy, I absolutely do not want want another quarterback with Josh Allen. Right. You're you're just using his score every week. If they get the buy, you know, the team's dead. But if if they don't get the buy, you're wasting another. It was kind of what Rob talked about earlier with like Tannehill and Zach Wilson and stuff on the Hertz team. You're just wasting a Herbert pick. He's you're never going to use him. Uh, Not to the level where he scores enough points. You care. Right. If Allen has a down, excuse me, a down week in week one and Herbert outscores him by four points, like who gives a shit? You you can still finish second out of six with Josh Allen scoring 22 points or whatever. You know, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. And their their number one seeds in real limbo. If he's not playing this week, they could absolutely lose to Minnesota. Yeah, 100 percent. OK, back on us. We got chargers in the queue. We can. uh we don't have any other Eagles. I'm just going to put Quez in there just because, but I, I don't really love that. Um, it's got to be Mike Williams, right? Just because we're, look, we're looking at I think it's boom type player, it would be Williams. Yeah, another, if he was Gabe Davis, you know, 103 touchdowns or whatever, if he was Gabe Davis of last year, and we already committed to the Chargers, so I think it makes sense. And that's who I compared Gabe Davis to at the beginning before the season even kicked off. I was Mm -hmm. when we were doing our Gabe Davis, like info war arguments on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) My, my comparison was like, like you're not taking Gabe Davis in the fourth or fifth, but you're taking Mike Williams in the third. Yeah. Second at the the two, three turn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, it's, they're essentially the same player for the most part. Like they do the same exact thing. More volume now for Mike Williams, but that's because he's like what twenty eight or twenty seven or something like that. He's been around a a, a little longer, and Keenan Allen never yeah, plays. Been hurt. <laughs> if Diggs didn't play, if Diggs didn't play, Gabe would get more volume too. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, they to me they are the same player, like in terms of like you know v- production fantasy wise. Um. Yeah. So I like if I'd be going that way with it. So here, this this last pick is is interesting though. I don't have a very good. Uh, we took Tony. I think McKinnon is interesting. Undrafted right now. We have a little bit of need for a running back. Where's and, Where's Gainwell? Has he already get drafted? Probably not. Yeah. Oh my God, Gainwell's getting picked. I kind of like McKinnon on this team. To be totally honest with you, I don't hate it. I don't hate McKinnon. I wouldn't so, hate. I also wouldn't hate taking Quez to get another eagle. Yeah, do you, Quez or McKinnon? I'm open to either. Five seconds. I think we want Quez, to be perfectly okay. honest. Yep, that works. Just because, like, I don't know. It might I, be McKinnon. I, 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 I just, I, I don't know. I think I, I like think it, Quez. I think McKinnon is going to make sense on a lot of teams now that I see that he's literally going undrafted. How yeah. quickly we forgot that when it, when, when, it's nut cutting time. They're not fucking around with Isaiah Pacheco in the playoffs. Right. I'm sorry to tell you. You know, right. CEH might still play or whatever. It's going to be 
I, I think McKinnon is seeing this ADP probably one of the better picks in these in these drafts. Uh, obviously, given you want to either have a chief stack or you know set yourself up to make sure he makes sense, but uh, he looks he looks pretty good to me. What I learned doing this draft is we want to be doing our Chiefs teams now. Yeah, let's do one more because I want to try to get a Chiefs team. I was do ready to get out of here. But let's do. Let's try to do one more. See if we can fill one more. All right. Because I want to try to get a Chiefs team. If you're in the chat, join this. Join this draft because now, uh, and don't take the Chiefs. Those are the two <laughs> rules. Those yeah. are the two. You can't draft any Chiefs. <laughs> one more. One more person. You're not allowed to draft. Whoever you are, the one person we're waiting for. No Chiefs. No Chiefs. Um, but also, spend ten dollars that you probably weren't going to spend. We would tonight. also like you to not draft the Eagles, the Bills. <laughs> um, if you like, if you like the Packers and the Bucks, and the, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the draft for you. If you like those guys, jump in with this. us and draft some Lions. Only one, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the Vikings. We're clearly we. The Vikings are seven and one, and we were just like, I, I think rightfully so, but just so dim- that dismissive of them. Uh, yeah, they, they might be one of... I think they're probably just too expensive. I wasn't even looking at their actual ADPs as we were going. They have to be interesting, though, for like secondary stuff, right? That was like, just what I was about to say. Like, Justin Jefferson, you're probably going to get two games out of him. They'll mm-hmm. probably make it through the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have a good matchup. They'll, they'll play someone like... Seattle. Um, no, well, Seattle, if... My, it depends on who wins that division. Yeah, I guess they could technically play San Fran, but um, I mean it's so far out. Who really knows? But it could be right. Dallas. It could be the Giants. It could be the Giants. That would be that would be nice. Casey said he missed that he was prepared to go full Carolina in an upset with Darnold. Well, we wish you made it in here. That would have been great. <laughs> you were literally the person we were describing that we wanted to ha- have in here. See, the Kelsey so not- pick one on one doesn't make as much sense to me as he's. Claire declared a wide receiver if they had a tight end only so yeah shout out to underdog we're not trying to uh disparage underdog but if you draft what will be open on drafters they do have like positional quarterback running back wide receiver tight end flex and so kelsey is to me the 101 on drafters they're not they don't have their tournament open yet mm. on here where he's just a wider just the same you know him and stefan Diggs are the same yeah no, I'm not 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 the 101. Justin Jefferson goes 103 in our draft. We're getting set up to get Allen or Allen or that's amazing. At the 105. And then we, we have and to then, do. And then we just need uh Big Teach. What a, what a great name by the way. He thinks he's Big Teach. Uh <laughs> Yes, Larry. Allen 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 Holy shit. Okay. Uh I don't know what the right answer is here. We can get Allen Diggs, but we can get Hurts AJ Brown, but he might take it. I don't know. What do you think? So this is like another one of those stacks that's hard to get, and I would I'm trying to get the Hurts, Hurts? AJ Brown. Let's do it. Stack. Like we did Allen on the other team. It's fine. I, I don't know if we'll get it, but one of our secondary players, we're either gonna What the hell? <laughs> TJ Hawkinson. All right. <laughs> Jesus, I know he was good. Can we double tap? Uh, uh, <laughs> is this super flex? Who who is uh uh what is, is, Marine, is, this, is this guy about to get Marine P- 
Marine Peanut is getting Diggs Allen with uh, Allen in the second round. God damn it. F- fucking big teach. Yeah, I have I worry about this one getting thrown out. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, GA's already on it. We're gonna yeah. Big Teach and uh and Marine Peanut are uh are uh chatting it up right now for sure, putting together this team. I'll I'll be yeah. interested to see what he does the rest of the way. TJ, but like why do TJ Hawkinson? You can if you're gonna collude, yeah, he could have taken fucking Christian McCaffrey <laughs> and like it would have it would yeah. not have changed a thing because we can't take a quarterback. We took Jalen Hurts already. Like, there's no reason to be that stupid. Because <laughs> people are stupid when they do this stuff. It was the guy who took Joe Flacco 101 overall in, <laughs> in one of my drafts this year. So like, I don't care how big of a Jets fan you are. You're not taking <laughs> Joe Flacco 101. And I just have to DM Rudman and be like, dude, it pains my soul to show you this draft because I love what I have. But yeah. I know it's getting thrown out at some point. Just do it now so that I yeah. know. Exactly. Just pull the band-aid off at this moment. So Beethoven goes with Lamar and Kelsey. Uh, Mahomes and CMC is pretty fun. If you get a little uh, Chiefs 49ers action in the in the Super Bowl, that is uh, that is supercharged. Got a, a Viking stack going. Oh my, Tyreek too. Um, just playing the overrated is playing the <laughs> playing the best plays. Just getting the best that, plays. That is for sure. Set up your stacks after. Hopefully, uh, Peanut fucks us up for cheating. No, he's going to get a good player, and then we're going to see Big Teach. Oh, my God. Gabe Davis is the top player on the on the board here. How do That's we know? That's so funny. You know, he, well, he just took Derrick Henry. Um, why on? wouldn't he take Why wouldn't he take Gabe? He just fucked up that team. We got to take Gabe, right? Yeah, we got to take Gabe. We definitely can't give him Gabe, because Lord knows Big Teach wasn't taking Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb goes, Juju Lamb goes. Lamb and Juju. What is this team? Cooper Cup, TJ Hawkinson, CD Lamb, and Juju. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> so we have the Eagles stack and we have Gabe. What should we build onto this? Waddle? We could go Singletary. Or Singletary again. Or Devonta. We could double stack Hertz with Devonta Smith right now. Oh. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. That's so that's now we similar to the last one. So that see, these are the teams where I think um definitely Gainwell comes into play, but like Heinz comes into yep, play. Absolutely. Um uh again, Eckler, Ken Walker comes into play. Just like give us some juice, man. Like give us some give us some running back points. Um I, I think Mostert is fine on those teams. Where's McKinnon? I'm gonna grab McKinnon. I don't even hate David's point in chat that we could have went Waddle and grabbed Tua after. Um I just think yeah. the Hurts AJ Devonta double is going to be relatively unique. Yeah, and we can figure out uh, quarterback with uh, you know. I mean, you can take naked Tua. It's fine. You can take we can Tua take Gasecki. We can take Tua Gasecki. We can take Jimmy and somebody. We can take we can take a late round quarterback. <clears throat> you can take Gino. You can take Gino. Yeah, Gino can get you through the first round. Yeah, definitely. Saquon is so he says Saquon is a good play. I think it really depends on your build mm-hmm. because Saquon, I also think, is most likely a one and done player. Yeah, right. Should like, be. I, I mean, if they make the playoffs, they're they're one and done. Should be the the in the, the first round will be interesting because 
like technically they could beat Minnesota or something like that. I don't think they can beat a full strength San Fran team, but mm-hmm. um, technically they can they can probably beat the Minnesota's. You know, the Bucks are going to be playing in that round. They fucking suck. Anybody can beat them. So it's it's at least interesting in the in the NFC. But like it's one one game. You're not getting two. You're not getting two. Like not against the damn IU would have been sweet. Um, Kittle. What do you want to do here? A Singletary? I mean, we just have to get through the the idiot on the sixth spot. So it feels like Singletary and then see what's left. Just so he doesn't auto-draft Singletary. <laughs> yeah, because he would if he auto-drafted, yeah. Yeah. So Give that's... him Dak. Give him Dak, yeah. <clears throat> he has CD, so that works. And Saquon. Okay. I think... What do we have? So we have Hertz, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. I do think... We want to take another quarterback on this team, so that's something to think about. And we have our bills, so we don't have to take any more bills. I don't hate um, taking could... Eckler to set up our second quarterback. Okay, you want you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like I like that. Um, let me look at wide receiver really fast. Oh shit, I need to move him. Um, yeah, because there's no really wide receivers here. Here that a Kittle would be fine. <clears throat> Yeah, but oh, like, we have the oh no. So I think we want AFC right on this team. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking we had Josh Allen again, like an idiot. Um, Dunn Eagles, I think. You know, unless there's nothing in the last round that makes sense on our team, we can take Quez again. But I mm-hmm. think this Eagles stack we're set up, and then you fill in these running backs from the AFC. Yeah, on your AFC teams. So we have the Bills Super Bowl set up. We have the Chargers Super Bowl set up. Meaning we need to have another Charger on this team to fill the full five. Uh, man roster for the Super Bowl if the Chargers make it, or we can just say Austin Eckler is filler, and you you just go all in Bills and like take Hines. Um, right, but I, Who, I'm, I'm who's I'm left at QB? Just real quick. Yeah, that's what I wanted to make sure was happening. I just wanted to make sure that he was. Yeah, there. I'm just clicking. I'm I'm just clicking those guys in so that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not in that order. Not in that order, obviously. Right. I just wanted to make sure the guy that we were looking at was there. Although it is interesting to do. Uh, so this will be our seventh round pick. That would give us, <clears throat> if we did do Jimmy Kittle, I don't know if it, it, it'll be probably off or not because Kittle get taken here. But Kittle and Jimmy is at least interesting, I think kind of to the point we talked about earlier of just saying, okay, 49ers, Eagles, I don't know who's going to make it. And then we can we could attach some bills to more bills and just saying, okay, the bills are our AFC team. Mm-hmm. And we don't know and we don't know who between the 49ers and the um Eagles make it. It's just another option. Or we're just clenching Eagles and we can take someone like I mean, I don't I don't hate Kittle. I don't hate taking Kadarius Tony. Hell, mm-hmm. I don't even hate taking Mike Evans with the targets he's getting, and they could definitely play two to three games. We could also do we could also do Tony McKinnon, yeah, and that would give us Tony and McKinnon for the Super Bowl against the Eagles. So yeah, we why, would have Chiefs and Bills. Why don't we take Tony? Let's do that, and then we should probably take Herbert. Yeah, you're right. And then try to get McKinnon. Yep. 
And now well, just go ahead and take him in the ninth, I think. Yeah. I, I don't want to fuck around. Try, like <laughs> Whether we get Dawson, Knox, uh, and McKinnon or some other 10th round pick in McKinnon really yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, we could take Hardman as well here. MVS just went, yeah. Hardman fits uh, Mike Williams. The, the Chiefs are too cheap, man. That's why, that's why, what I've got. Why are this? Us. McKinnon is undrafted. Tony is barely drafted. MVS is barely drafted. Hardman's barely drafted. Yeah. What are it, what what what's going on? <laughs> what am I missing? Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously you're not gonna technically get that. You're not gonna get the main Chief stack, right? You're not gonna get Kelsey Mahomes just based off where they're getting drafted. So if you get Mahomes, you can build every other team and then get all yes. your sacks afterwards. Mm-hmm. This is what happened in the regular drafts. People were overlooking the Chiefs again. I kind of think the nuts might be Chiefs 49ers based on ADP. Mm. I think Chiefs 49ers is kind of the stone nuts based on how things come together. With yeah, because you because you can still build either the Eagles or the Bills around them, right? Yes, yeah. So and like, yeah, and, and those guys come in. So the the Forty ers are cheap late rounds, McKinnon, right? Yeah, we can come in. The Forty ers kind of all come together in those middle rounds. You know, CMC mm-hmm. is a first, second round, whatever. Um, I, oh, sorry, who who do we want to do here? We did Herbert already. Um, we actually didn't care, and I'm kind of. Kind of eyeballing. Actually, we shouldn't take another running back. Disregard. We can take another running back. It doesn't matter. They're all flex plays anyway. But look at like? go. Oh, we have Nick Chubb there who can get through two rounds. They're not going to make the goddamn playoffs. They're you fucking three and five. I, I just put a charge. I just put it. Yeah, I just put a charger on. Uh, that's yeah, they're fine. three and they're three and five. I just no, put a charger default into a charger. Keenan Allen's probably the red play. I didn't know what the the Browns' record was offhand. It's but if bad. they were like, if they were like playoff bound and you're getting Nick Chubb in the tenth, yeah, like I I would I would have been if they were a little bit better. I would have a hundred percent been in on Nick Chubb. Yeah, he's a he's a freaking monster. Um, yeah, they're like the one team I don't know the record. David David says Knox. Um, I I think Knox is fine and and makes sense, but. So like we played for God damn it. We played uh for this Eagles bye week. And mm-hmm. since we have set ourselves up for that bye week and done it with Justin Herbert, I think we would prefer to go to Keenan Allen in that in that scenario. Um but not not Knox is fine, but I just think a charger made a little bit more sense on that team. I mean, Keenan, cause the whole point is that stack is helping us get through. The point is not that stack is our super bowl stack. And so like, if that's getting, helping us get through, who helps you better? A healthy Keenan Allen uh, uh, stacked with Justin Herbert or Dawson Knox. It's Keenan Allen. So, but <laughs> the flip side is if they do get to the super bowl, we win all the money. Yeah. Cause we have an extra, we have w- one extra player. We have Herbert Allen. With. We have Herbert Allen oh, yeah. and Eckler. Oh, yeah. The Chargers. I thought you were talking about the Bills. The Chargers no, definitely. No, no. Yeah. But we have the Bills. We have the Bills that we can still win with. And we even have the Chiefs. 
Like we have three AFC teams that we, I mean, we have to hit the stone cold nuts for it to happen, but we, we basically just built our NFC team. We said the AFC is going to get us through the first week because they probably would mm-hmm. based on, you know, take your pick chiefs, chargers, bills, you get two of those teams, you know, that, and you know that the chargers aren't getting the first overall seed. <laughs> so Herbert's live, right? Like, yep. so yeah, and then we can just pass it off to to Hertz. Like I, I actually love this team. I, th- I like this team better than the first one that uh, we drafted. Interestingly enough, but it's kind of like you know you, you're telling that story, and the story is the story of this one is really just the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Eagles make the Super Bowl. We have our three Eagles, and so because we drafted those three Eagles, now we're we're giving ourselves options on the other side. One, any one of three teams can make the Super Bowl mm-hmm. from the AFC, and this team is live to win, right? Yep. So all we had to do was get okay. Eagles are getting the buy, and the Eagles make the Super Bowl, which both you know the buy at least feels very t- certain. And then we have three you know shots in the AFC. This is how I love to build my playoff. I- I'm not saying it's optimal or whatever. This is how I love to build it. It's like, dude. If you tell me I can win a bunch of money with the Eagles facing either the Bills, Chiefs, or Chargers in the Super Bowl, I'm like, I don't know. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> like that, that sounds like really realistic. And so I like to build that like a couple of different scenarios. And it also helps you cover the the Gabe Davis problem of last mm-hmm. year. It's like, so if Gabe Davis is Gabe, if Gabe, who is 2022, 2023, uh, Gabe Davis, if it's fucking Gabe Davis again. We have that covered on this team, right? But even if they lose, we don't care because we have the Chiefs and we have the Chargers. We just need to be one of them. It's like building in these secondary stacks, I think, um, is still what I what I prefer in this format. But we also have the double that you're not going to be able to get in a week or two. Right, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, yeah. You're not going to be able to get Hurts, A.J. Brown, probably at all in a week or maybe two weeks. They're going to both be first-rounders. Like, it, it's just going to happen. So by drafting early, we get we get the Hertz Brown Devonta double. You'll see Hertz Devonta a lot, but your capital in Devonta is probably going to go up to third round. So you're probably going to have to take Hertz Player X and then Devonta Smith in the third in order to even get that stack, and which means that everyone's going to have Hertz Devonta and Goddard, right? That's going to be right, the, right, the primary right. Eagles stack. Correct is those three, and we have. The better one, which is Hertz, Brown, Devonta Smith. Yep. So, like, that's what I love about this team. I love everything else about it with on the AFC bringbacks, but getting something that I know is not going to happen too often in the future is what I love about getting it. And that's why I'm drafting. I like drafting these teams early. Yep. I, and I like to mix it up. That uh, why I thought it was good for us to do this show talking through the playoff stuff is because, like you said, drafting early you can just get some teams that you can't do also like it's such a unique format it's really helpful to kind of draft over time and like and also see the shifts mm-hmm. right so like we're going to start to get results pile in over this weekend adps are going to go crazy right like god forbid the, the bills lose again or maybe the eagles lose you know or the vikings who were seven you know like everything shifts so much on a week-to-week basis it should though because probabilities and projections change 
mm-hmm. right? The Chargers lose this week. That team we just drafted looks worse. Chargers win. It looks better. I don't even know if they're playing. But anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. Like the, the yeah. week-to-week stuff changes. And also figuring things out over time, drafting these teams, like telling that story with your team. It takes practice. It's so much different. Like you honestly, you could just upload some rankings and and auto draft regular season best ball teams and be fine. <laughs> be fine. But in this format, you cannot you absolutely cannot do that. And so it takes a lot of practice. So glad we got out in front of it. Yeah, I'm I'm what opened my brain a little bit more after doing this tonight is I need to jump on and draft a team or two tonight because I need to try to get Mahomes in the first, build my NFC teams. And then just load up on those late Chiefs, Tony, McColl, MVS, McKinnon. They're like sixth round or fifth round or worse. Like for all of those guys, yep. you can you can load up on a Chiefs squad, knowing <laughs> that you're not missing out on anything because you're never seeing anybody with Mahomes and Kelsey. Like that's a draft that's it. getting thrown out if it happens, right? Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. For the most part, so like, yeah, you can get the the proper Mahomes set up with no problem at all. So I got to do that tonight because those guys are going to rise the closer we get to the actual playoffs because the Chiefs are going to establish as, you know, the one or the two seed and it's just going to push all those guys up and your Derrick Henrys are going to get pushed down where they might not make the playoffs. I mean, they might win the division because <laughs> it's so bad. But that, the, have you seen their schedule? Yeah, that's not a lock. Jacksonville can win that division. That, that's what I think is going to happen because – the Tennessee schedule is brutal the rest of the way. Jacksonville might sneak up and win this division and Tennessee yep. might not even make the playoffs. Yep. So like, and that's just the point of, as you to, to go along with your point, like tides are going to start swinging and you're just going to start seeing teams just roll down the board. So yep. yeah. Anyways, exactly. that's why I draft early draft early. Anything and, and anything else? We'll definitely be doing a lot more. Uh, like Rob mentioned, we're working on a video for some playoff best ball, multiple videos for some playoff best ball strategy. We're going to have rankings. We're going to have strategy content. We're going to have multiple more streams. We will definitely be covering a lot of playoff best ball stuff, but we wanted to kick it off since Underdog blessed us with a uh, <laughs> playoff best ball tournament in week eight or whatever it was. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad they did. Um, a little salty that we didn't get our first video out before they did, but but it is what it is. We had already started talking, to be fair, being totally honest, mm-hmm. we had already been like, uh, and I think you were the one to kick it off, like, we need to get a playoff best ball video out there. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. We we need to do that. And it was like two days later, these motherfuckers are like already <laughs> launch. And uh, I, was, I had to happen to have been talking to Rudman at that point. He's like, by the way, we launched playoff best ball. I'm like, you like, dude, we were like so close to having all of our shit together before you launched it and you beat us to the punch. Goddamn Rudman. <laughs> Hasn't DM me back either. He's supposed to be coming to do a horror movie review with me. And oh, I haven't nice. heard back from him. So yeah. Rudman. That's because you that's because you uh mentioned him in a, a, a spoof video where you put me in the trunk and uh uh you know it you was, mentioned uh... him. I wrote an entire song to Rudman. <laughs> uh anyway anything else you got before we get Um, out of here that's that's it for me um i was just going to say uh the battle royale stuff will be pretty much primarily written moving forward silas is doing awesome awesome work he was in the chat in the chat earlier awesome awesome work 
on every two game slate on underdog. And then I'm covering the main slate and obviously covering the rankings and everything like that. And we're in the discord drafting teams um, and a lot more uh, playoff best ball to come. So uh, we and will see you guys. Week community keeps winning these battle royales or cashing tremendous. Money. Shout That's out crazy. to I was inverted. Another yes. big takedown. Another, another, another big win. So uh, uh, for myself and my dogs are excited now. Uh, and Rob, we'll see you guys next week. We'll be right back.